0: to do. I simply want you to take away this one idea, that God wants to connect with you this Christmas. As human beings, I think that we all desire connection and we long for it. We long to connect with ourselves. We long to connect with one another. But in Christmas time, it's the great reminder, not only do we want to connect with God, but what about the greater reality that God wants to connect with us? So to talk about connection, we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about the New York City Marathon, and if we can do that, then arise God. Thank you very much. They told me that I'm not allowed to do this if I'm not under 25, but watch me do it anyways. If we can do that, it's a divided town. It's a divided town, it's political season, I get it. Uh, then we can talk about do not be afraid, and if we can talk about do not be afraid, then we can talk about that it's okay to be okay. And if we can do that, then bay and tay, my friends. Renaissance tour, heirs tour, you get where I'm going. This is all for the, kids. thank you, thank you, this is for, Just trying to stay relevant up here in my old age. And if we could do that, then we can talk about you did it. I'm gonna do that in 11 minutes because we got kids in the room and you know, attention spans. So, this year in November, I ran the New York City Marathon and when I ran this year, I had, thank you. Wow, that was, that was very nice of you, wow. I did not anticipate that, but as an Enneagram three, I will not stop you, I will. Not stop you. And I put Corey across my chest and it was invigorating because 55,000 runners ran the New York City Marathon this year, but a million people came out to cheer. And it blows my mind to think about that because this isn't your sports team. This isn't something that you're paying to do. A million people decided to come out and cheer on people that they do not know, regardless of your race or your creed or your sexuality or your gender or if you are a good runner or not. By the way, I'm not. It came in 30,000th place to 55,000. I'm almost there, people. I'm almost there. But all of these people came out to cheer you on, and there was something about the energy of that for 26.2 miles where you felt the connection of everyone around you. You felt the energy that was in New York City. And we long for that as human beings. We long, we would all want that, just to be going through life and people just shouting, "Corey, Cory, whatever your name is. Yeah, that is not, I didn't look for that again, but that's so great. And we want that connection and we want that energy as human beings and there's some energy that's there. We want that energy not from other people, but I think at Christmas time when we're asking the deeper questions about life, when we're pondering our years, we're asking ourselves, where is my connection with God? Where is that energy? The energy that connects all of the other energies. The energy that holds all of these things together. And as I was in the New York City Marathon, I just remember seeing story after story of connection, of that energy that connects us all. I remember running up the bridge, going into Manhattan, and there's these two 75-year-old women approximately, right, running in front of me. And they got some shirts on their back that says 36 for 36 marathons running together. And they were like two little Jewish ladies from the Bronx talking with one another about the groceries, like, Betty, what are you going to do this morning with the spaghetti? And they were just talking like they were just at the grocery store. 17 miles in. (laughs) But it was just the connection that they had with one another. But there was the deeper buzz that we're all looking for. Going up another bridge, I remember it's quiet because on the bridges there's no crowds. And you can see all the runners that they're just exhausted and they don't have anything left. And I remember looking out and there's a man in a wheelchair wheeling himself backwards up this bridge. And all of a sudden people could see his name across his chest. And everyone just slowly began to say, you got this, Dave. You got this Dave, 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 Dave. There we got the kids in the front row, this is perfect. And it's the energy that we're looking for as human beings. Or I'll always remember number mile 11 as I'm going through Brooklyn. And all of a sudden the crowd stops chanting Cory, which was odd. And an old man starts running up behind me while juggling. He was juggling running the New York City Marathon. And the reality of it is this, is that we all long for that energy and that connection. There's a reason that so many of you went to Taylor Swift concerts and Beyonce concerts this year, because of that energy. You long for that reality where we come into a room and it's just us breathing in and out and you're reminded that you're a human being. It doesn't matter your political party in that moment. It doesn't matter who you love. It doesn't matter who you are. In that moment, you're just lost to the music. You're being taken on a journey. You feel the connection of what it means to be alive. And in that room, I would dare say that you felt God, that they took you to church, that they took you somewhere bigger and beyond yourself. And that's the magic of Christmas. As Brittany read that story to us, the magic of connection is that God shows up for us in ways that we're not always expecting. One of the ways that God shows up for us is that God shows up for us when things aren't going well or when we're terrified or when we're scared or when there's uncertainty. I don't know about a lot of you, but I know that in 2023, I had moments of unknown. Is this thing gonna work out? Am I gonna be okay? Is God gonna show up for me even in that? I know so many of you are on a writer's strike or an actor strike, and it's over, close to over for you actors. And there was this reality of, am I going to work again? And it's funny that in all of the Christmas stories, when God shows up to make connection with us, whether it's the story of Joseph, where God shows up to a man and he's told that your soon-to-be wife is going to carry the Son of God into this world, and he's so uncertain about what that might mean for his reality, how people are going to judge him, how our, God, our people are going to see him. Or when the angel shows up to Zechariah and to Elizabeth and says that you are going to be bearing John the Baptist in your old age and the questions that that must have brought up for them. Or when God shows up for Mary and says, you, this teenage girl, you are going to carry Emmanuel. You are going to carry the Messiah. Or when God shows up in this story for the shepherds or in our terms, the chronically homeless, the people on the edges of society, the people that we don't always think about. That in every single case, when God shows up for these people to make connection, the angel says to them, Do not be afraid. It's as if God knows universally the reality of what it means to be human, that sometimes we're scared. Sometimes we're fearful. Sometimes we're not quite sure if it's all going to work out. And it's interesting that God starts there. They've said, and I've Googled it, and this is one of those evangelical things that I heard as a kid, but they ain't that wrong. That do not fear comes up 365 times in the Bible. Good timing, good numbers, I guess. But it's the reality of this. Either way, it's there a lot for a lot of reasons. Because what it means to be human at times is just to be scared, just to be in fear, just not to be afraid. And so maybe God's showing up for you this Christmas season, and maybe what God's trying to say to you sitting right there is do not be afraid. Fear not. Would you trust that God's with you even in that uncertainty and the unknown and the things that aren't quite figured out? Maybe God will also show up for you and not do not be afraid, but maybe God will show up for you in the reality of it's just okay to be okay. I don't know about you, but when I was in my 20s, I thought that life was supposed to be like the stock market, always up and to the left, up and up and up, and things are supposed to work out. And then the more that you live, you realize it doesn't always just go up. Sometimes there's some stock market crashes in here. Sometimes Things don't always work out. I'm not always going to have the dream job or the dream relationship or the dream situation at that perfect timing in life. And at this point in my life, I realize I don't just want for things to go up. I just want for things to be okay. And maybe that you're there. The sweetest part of my life is Trader Joe's on a Tuesday with my wife. Now we are living, my friends, because it's just okay to be okay. Okay. When we look at the story of Mary here, one of the things that's missing in the Christmas nativity stories is this reality. After the angel shows up to her and says, do not be afraid, we don't hear much from her until the birth of Jesus. Which tells me this, no news is good news. It was just happening. She was just growing a baby inside of her. And maybe what you need to hear this Christmas season is, maybe things aren't not working out for you. Maybe you're not in the ditch. Maybe things aren't in darkness. But also, maybe you haven't hit those dreams. This isn't everything that you've imagined for that relationship. You're not in that job. Maybe you're just here where most of us spend most of our lives as a human being. It's just okay. And what if it's okay for it to be okay? What if that's exactly where you're supposed to be? What if God wants to show up for you and connect with you right There, in the waiting, in the growing of that thing that wants to be birthed through you. The creativity is not all there yet. Everything that you've longed for hasn't quite happened. But what if God wants to connect with you there? So if God can show up for us in fear, in places where we're afraid, in the unknown, if we can trust that God wants to connect with us in the places that it's okay, can we also trust that God wants to show up for us when we've done it, when we've accomplished the thing? When there's more to come. And you can celebrate that thing. You can be excited about that thing. That thing that you've dreamed for. Because I don't know about you. Have you ever got to the thing that you've been dreaming for and it felt so anticlimactic? You've been waiting for this thing for years to come through. And it finally happens and it's just you scrolling on Instagram just like you did the night before. But what you want is to be celebrated. What you want is for the angelic host to come out. What you want them is to proclaim the goodness that just happened in your life. Would you take an opportunity to celebrate? Would you take an opportunity to let that resonate within you? You did it. I think as we look at Mary in this story, it says that after all of these things happened, she just treasured up these things in her heart because she knows that she got there. She did the thing. She was faithful. She would have never imagined nine months ago maybe that she could have actually got through this thing. What would Joseph think? What happens when she tells her family? Man, this is some wild stuff to share in a conservative Jewish community. And she did it. She got through the seasons of just growing a baby and it's gonna be okay and she was okay to be okay and she gotta be quiet and she gotta hold up the miracles of God that were within her, the miracles of God that are within each of us, the magic that God has for us. And then she has that moment where she has the baby where God is born into the world. And just like those natural life cycles, those are the cycles that we all go through, that we go from fear, we go from being okay, we birth something, and here's the beauty for parents in this room, once you birth that thing and you give life into the world, well, now you gotta start all over again. This is what I have to do now. I gotta change diapers, I gotta get through this. And then you get your kid up to a certain age, or maybe it's your business. Maybe you finally started that thing and you're finding success, and then you have to hire an employee and they want you to have workers' compensation insurance? Are you kidding me? There's always a new challenge. There's always a new challenge in life. But wherever you find yourself, would you trust that God wants to connect with you exactly where you're at? I remember before my first son was born, we were going through all of the Lamaze classes and all of the things, and my wife does not like pain. Her pain tolerance is really low, and I knew that, and she had a lot of fear about having our first child. I remember living in that moment as we were prepping for that time, and yeah, I was scared for her to give birth. I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen here. To be honest, we're gonna need more doctors, more nurses, and get all the things going in her. And it was just that practice of listening and waiting of do not be afraid. And then I remember through the season of her carrying our child and we got to this place of, you know, talking through it and we had the game plan and we knew which door we were supposed to go through at the hospital and how we got to the room and which nurse to call and when the doctor was gonna be there and it was just okay to be okay. And then I'll always remember this moment for the rest of my life. My wife, who I thought had the lowest pain tolerance in the world and I was terrified for her. And I think she was worried for herself. I remember in those final minutes of pushing, She's got an oxygen mask on her face and her legs are like scrunched up to her head and her face is so incredibly red. And I thought, man, I'm so scared of where she's at. I remember just looking at her with tears streaming down my face and just saying, I'm so proud of you. I'm just so proud of you that in that moment she had everything that she needed to give life to this world. And would you trust that wherever you're at right now, that God is going to give you everything that you need, whether you're in darkness and figuring it out, whether your life is just okay, or whether things are thriving for you, would you trust that God is going to show up and God wants to make connection with you? No, Abby, you've got a gift to offer this world. Each and every one of you are in this room for a reason, and I trust the good news that we have to share, that there's a better story to share for this world. That the good news of God is rooted in this radical idea that we are all good, not bad. That every single one of us, unequivocally, are made in the image of God. And my hope is that every single one of us connects with God. Because when we connect with God, we have something else to offer to the rest of the world in a much deeper and more beautiful way. The goal of you coming to this church is not so that you can become better churchgoers, that's not that interesting. The goal of you coming to this church is that you would learn the deep, rich, mature reality that there is a God who is always with you, who is always for you, and always ahead of you, that God wants to connect with you this Christmas. So I'm going to pray, and then we are going to light some candles with one another to remind each other of the light that is already within us and the light that is coming into this world. So if you pray with me. God, thanks. For this moment and for this space that we have with one another. God, thank you for the reality that you want to connect with us. That wherever we find ourselves this Christmas, would we trust, God, that on a Sunday night at like 6, 10-ish p.m. in Glendale, California, we decided to show up to this room. And God, for whatever ways that you're speaking to us, would we trust that you're speaking to us exactly where we're at? So for those in this room, God, who are in places where they need to hear the words, do not be afraid, God, would you trust them? Would you be there for them? Would you care for them? Would you watch over for them? God, for those in this room are in a place where it's just okay, God, would they know that it's okay to be okay and that you're with them in the mundane, in the okayness in God, that you have something for them there. And for those in this room that are on a mountaintop or figuring something out, that they've just experienced something new that they have to offer the world, would they celebrate all the goodness that you have in them? And God, wherever we find ourselves in this spectrum of life, In this giant spectrum of what it means to be human, we trust that you're with us. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. If you wouldn't mind, if you're able, would you stand? And the band's gonna sing a song. And I'm gonna light a candle. I'm gonna slowly bring it around to each of you. And it's a reminder of where we started. That each of us are offering light to one another. That our light together shines brighter than it does on our own. And I'm grateful that we get to experience this Christmas with one another. Would you go in grace and peace this Christmas, New Abbey. Appreciate you all.